Hello, and welcome to the DerivSource podcast, Living the Trade Life Cycle. I'm Julia Schieffer, the editor of DerivSource.com. Collateral management remains in the spotlight this year, and for good reason. Market volatility, rising inflation, and rising interest rates present collateral managers with market challenges that need to be addressed urgently. And in this episode, we'll be exploring how collateral management operations today, post-regulatory reform, of course, how they're faring in current market conditions. We'll discuss where there are remaining gaps in the collateral operations, what works, what doesn't, and what tools and changes can help firms weather future market tests strategically and efficiently. And with me today, I have David White, Chief Commercial Officer at Cloud Margin. Welcome to the podcast, David. Thank you, Julia. It's good to be here. So before we start, David, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, yes, I am the Chief Commercial Officer here at Cloud Margin. Been with the firm about two and a half years. Before that, I was at Chartumuth for eight years. And before that, I did a tour of the banks and, and touched on collateral management in a number of the different roles that I had there. Fantastic. Great. Well, thank you again for joining us. I want to dive deep into the market conditions first. So can you tell me really what you think are the most significant market conditions today that are impacting collateral management this year? And how do these translate to challenges for collateral managers? Absolutely. Um, The last couple of years have been turbulent, to put it mildly. A global pandemic that rolls on, sustained conflict in the Ukraine, and the UK's misguided midney budget have resulted in periods of extreme volatility, high inflation, and rising rates. If we take each one of those conditions quickly, one by one, high inflation, I mean, that that means the cost of, of doing business is just greater. Salaries, the cost of everything has increased. If we move on to rates, the cost of funding cash collateral has increased significantly. Two years ago, the Bank of England bank rate was 0.1%. Today, it's 3.5% and expected to increase. And then finally, volatility. I mean, that means two two things, increased margin calls and increased margin and funding requirements as well. Thank you, David. Yes, a lot going on right now in the market. And you've outlined the major market pressures that all financial institutions face. But really, in the last several years, collateral managers have invested in their workflow to comply with various different financial regulations, including, of course, the uncleared margin rules or UMR. These were largely born out of the credit crisis of 2008 and 2009. So if we could look back briefly first, can you tell me if the general improvements that firms have made to their margin management workflow already, is this really enough to ensure that they are in a good position to better manage the risks created by these macro market conditions that you just outlined? No, this is a a sweeping generalization, but one I think is is broadly accurate. On the back of the regulation, there's been a notable take up in in messaging, and that's, that's an important prerequisite to STP. But beyond that, The focus has been on compliance to the next requirement rather than how we can manage collateral most effectively. Arguably, that's completely understandable. However, what we're left with is legacy tech infrastructure. What I mean by that is installed legacy technology that requires timely and expensive upgrades and maintenance. We've got bifurcated processes, so where asset classes are commonly margined separately by different teams and potentially tri-party agents as well. 
and you've got siloed collateral pools. So where assets are allocated crudely around the firms in light of the bifurcated processes I've, I've just highlighted. That doesn't mean that the regulations have been a bad thing, right? Initial margin means OTC derivatives market participants are protected for the period after default. Clearing is mandatory for certain products. So I don't think anyone can argue that we don't have safer markets as a result. And that's absolutely a good thing when we talk about stressed market conditions. However, posting sufficient margins and having firms process collateral and manage their margin efficiently are two completely different things. Absolutely. And to your point, David, you know, a lot of investment thus far off the back of the 2008-2009 financial crisis, that's really allowed investment in this area, but it only goes so far, right? As you pointed out, there's different areas or weak spots in the workflow. And one of the things that you've mentioned is collateral optimization. I want to ask a little bit more about this, but before we do, can you clarify or confirm what you mean by collateral optimization? Yeah, that's a great question because it, it can mean different things to different people. Traditionally, most practitioners will think of optimization as the optimized allocation of assets. So how do I get my inventory to work most efficiently across the requirements that I have? However, more recently, optimization has grown to encapsulate a broader set of tools and techniques. Uh, margin replication of ETD and, and cleared OTC, pre-trade best execution for margin funding and associated carry costs, and, and cost optimization. You know, you can talk about percentage savings in funding that optimization can give you, but that's if li- that's of little point at all if the cost of running your collateral management program is exorbitant. Thank you for clarifying that. It, it does seem that optimization covers many functions and, of course, many tools to support that. And, and going back to the macro environment and the conditions that we talked about, the rising inflation and interest rates, for instance. Can you explain how optimization can help a firm address these specific challenges, starting with inflation, for instance? Sure. Um, if, if, if we think about inflation, then look, the primary tool here is cost optimization. Legacy tech involves significant hosting, application, maintenance and support costs. Then there's upgrades, establishing and maintaining connectivity to industry utility platforms. Yet that they all involve significant costs. On top of that, the levels of automation inherent in these technologies are mediocre at best. So when you aggregate all of the costs up across IT and across the the resource required to perform the collateral process itself, you're looking at significant year-on-year costs. Technology has moved on. SaaS solutions mean that there are huge and easy to obtain cost savings to be had by stripping out that old technology. You know, Cloud Margin, we've done a number of detailed total cost of ownership analysis at a large number of the firms we now work with. And at a minimum, the total cost of ownership savings from a Cloud Margin compared to a legacy technology uh, process is over 60%. So you've mentioned rising interest rates in the UK at the start. And of course, the US has felt this as well in the past 12 months. Can you tell me a little bit about how optimization can help firms with this particular market challenge? 
for a long time, cash collateral has been exceedingly, exceedingly cheap to fund. So whilst optimized asset allocation has been talked about for a while, there simply hasn't been the ROI for many to take it seriously and put processes in place. We're in a very different market now, and there are real returns to be had. And we're absolutely seeing a shift from basis point savings to whole percentage savings. Apply that across the average daily funding requirements that are commonplace and then annualize the saving, and that is significant. For many, those savings can be achieved by putting in place an automated cheapest to deliver waterfall approach, where the systems you have in place automatically select an asset to pledge based on the eligibility and the cheapest to deliver preferences that you can set up and update on the fly. For others, you know, those with larger requirements and more diverse asset inventory, it may make sense to take, take it a step further and adopt an algorithmic approach where allocation can be addressed across a broad set of requirements that set snaps during the day. Another method to reduce down funding costs is to shift the emphasis from efficiently allocating your assets to trying to push down the requirements you have to fund for in the first place. Pre-trade best execution for margin and associated carry costs is a growing trend. And that's the discipline of being able to calculate prior to execution the effect of placing a trade or a basket of trades on the available netting sets you are able to place that trade and then routing and booking that trade accordingly. And finally, what about general market volatility? How can optimization help in this regard? Yeah, sure. Having lower margin requirements and funding for those as effectively as possible is obviously hugely relevant here also. So pre-trade and optimized asset allocation continue to be relevant and powerful tools. However, arguably, the emphasis here is optimizing the resilience of your process. And for me, there's four key areas to focus on. Firstly, transparency. So having a consolidated, real-time view of your obligations, assets, and holdings is key. You can only effectively manage what we see. Start of day funding certainty. Volatility usually means swings in valuation of both exposures and holdings. So understanding exactly what your requirements are early in the day so you can act to fund and make timely substitutions is pivotal. If you clear or trade ETD via broker and putting in place an ability to replicate those numbers ahead of receiving them, formally from the broker is is key to that too. And and then finally, STP. I mean, volatility means increased margin call volumes, right? So if you haven't got a high degree of STP, the volumes can be suffocating. And we've seen a number of firms recently struggle with that. And if you're not focusing on the risk, you're focusing on the process, then that obviously increases your risk profile. Excellent points. Thank you, David. You've highlighted a number of areas that collateral managers can focus on to establish you know, more robust operations and, of course, make it more capable to address these, these market challenges that are not going away tomorrow. But you've also said that, of course, at the beginning, that a lot of investment in recent years has been made to support regulatory compliance, but that this hasn't gone far enough. So my question to you is, Do you think that firms are ready to take this next leap to bring collateral operations up to scratch for these new market challenges? And how can they get the optimization capability that you've already outlined in order to really elevate their collateral operations accordingly? I think that's a great question. And for me, there's two parts to it. The first is, what is the prerequisite for optimization? And that's very simply, that's good data. So that means digitized agreement data, 
eligibility data, and most importantly of all, agreed requirements that you have to fulfill early in the day. You you can have the very best algo in the world. If you haven't got fully agreed requirements to feed into it, it's as good as useless. And finally, you need to to have all of your collateral processes in place. So, you know, you're cleared in your OTC, for example. They need to be in the same place with the same process. If you're optimizing in silos, you know, you could argue that you're not optimizing at all. So good data, that's number one. And number two is, okay, if you have that good data, then how can you you put the optimization processes in place? Now, traditionally, that's been really difficult, requiring a significant amount of work and be very costly. However, modern tech can make light of it, and that's the good news here. Cloud Margin, for example, has all of these tools embedded within its workflow and can u- be utilized by all of our subscribers on a flick of a switch. And what if a firm hasn't done all the groundwork that you've outlined so far in this conversation? What what if they're starting really from the basics? What would you advise them to do and where to begin? I think once again, modern tech has changed the game here. Yeah, there's optionality. SaaS deployment, uh, comprehensive ETLs and managed connectivity mean you can put in place a fully automated enterprise-wide STP collateral process in weeks and at limited cost. The multi-year, multi-million pound implementations are a thing of the past. With the waves of regulatory compliance now behind us, the industry, you know, I feel really needs to adopt these new technologies. I really do believe it's, it's one of the major things holding it back. If firms embrace change and move on from the legacy technology that requires to be updated, whether it's hosted on the cloud or not, that's the stuff that's paralyzing firms' agility and, and, and ultimately crippling firms' bottom lines. So my final question for you, David, is advice. What advice would you give a collateral manager listening today as how they can best move forward in 2023? For me, market conditions are creating an irrepressible requisite for change. Regulation is behind us. I think we can all breathe a sigh of relief there. But look, tech makes change easy and inflation and high rates are here to stay. So for me, those that change and put these processes in place will prosper. And those that don't will ultimately continue to struggle with their cost base. Well, that's a very clear incentive for action to be had this year for the collateral managers listening. As you mentioned throughout the discussion, the investment has been made, hopefully with a regulatory change for various different types of institutions. But we're now back to tough market times which really fueled the regulation to begin with. So we might be in a better state than we were perhaps in previous years, but ultimately we still have these market challenges to address. And it sounds like collateral optimization is a key strategy for doing so. And of course, the technology is there to enable action in this space. Thank you very much, David, for sharing your insight and expertise with our audience today. I know it'll be very useful for the collateral managers in our audience who are listening today. So thank you again. Thanks, Julia. And for listeners, to find out more on this topic, including related articles, papers, and other resources, please go to the DerivSource show notes page, which can be found on DerivSource.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you for listening and join us next time. <laughs>